Chris uh, Guggen here. Just wanted to give a little intro here to the show. Uh, we talk about a ton of stuff on this show, uh, you know, myself and Jess. And then also at the very end, we also have the She-Hulk finale uh, tacked on at the end because we recorded the entire show prior and then the finale dropped and, you know, we hopped on and discussed that as well. And, you know, apologies, our energy is a little bit lower in this episode um, as, you know, to what the norm is. I have COVID and just thought it would be a great idea to eat a full cheese pizza and wings before we sat down to record. So he's a little bit in a food coma. But, uh, you know, hope you guys enjoy the show. Thank you. Yeah, like I didn't know J.K. Rowling was 40, like in her 40s when she released Harry Potter like so was um stan lee like i guess when he started making that's that's what i saw on tiktok i don't know if that's true or not but you know that kind of gave me a little sense of hope like you know it's not too late for us because i think we kind of walk around our day-to-days like we missed we missed our moment this is just what it is now that's true uh i think james cameron also he was a truck driver before he started making um was that michael bay or james cameron hold on james cameron i believe yeah james cameron was a truck driver um and a part-time script writer before he made it big look at that so i guess the lesson here is you should drive a truck. <laughs> no, man, but like it is like, you know, I, I like I think like, you know, when we were younger, like when it came to like sports and stuff, it's like, hey, all these athletes, you know, that are in the NBA or whatever, you know, we were never going to make it to the NBA. But like you just get that sense of like, you know, I was getting that sense when I was in like high school, like, oh, man, like I didn't do things when I was younger. So it's too late now. And then you see, like, you know, like, when it comes to entertainment stuff, you're like, oh, man, you know, like, we're too old or whatever. It's, you know, we've kind of missed our moment or whatever. But it's, like, really never too late to start, dude. Like, you just have to have a passion for the thing. And I think that to myself, you know, like, we we aspire to do things. And I'm always like, dude, like, I want to do this thing and that. But, like, like, I don't put in any of the work, though. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you have to put in some of the work. You got to make somewhat of an effort. You can't just walk around with that feeling of like, I want to accomplish these things, but then not do any of the work. Like, don't work on writing any scripts or anything like that. Yeah, I saw a video once and it was a chick. She was like speaking and she goes, you know, um, I'm big on God. And she was saying, you know, you can pray to God or something you know but for instance in her video i think the example she used was she goes i can pray to god small thing that god i better make my bus today to work right if you take a bus to work and he can grant you that but if you don't make the effort to go to the bus stop you know why is that god's fault then you can't be like, God, I didn't make it. Like, yeah, you didn't fucking go to the bus stop. <laughs> like, 
maybe yeah. you would have you know so i we also I, make we also make excuses for ourselves too i'm like ah oh, mm-hmm. it's just you know right now i'm busy with school and work once that's once school's done with then you know i'll have more time then i will work more on these things and then you know again it's just the the effort part which is hard mm-hmm. dude like even making this show like you know it it sometimes you know some weeks it's it's i wouldn't say a struggle but like it takes a lot of effort to set aside time look into things what we want to talk about and then you know like it's hard coordinating schedules dude especially you know like you got a full-time job you got a family you know that goes for both of us it's it's hard to set time around but like i think you know like we ultimately end up doing it because we enjoy it so much you love talking about things i mean the last episode was a little different from our usual episodes but it was a good episode read another book it's called the secret yeah. by Rhonda the fuck Bryan. do you get time to read all these books i i can't disclose that on this show <laughs> i may or not may or may not be reading books at my job <laughs> <laughs> well there's worse things you could do at work right i saw a meme the other day it says did you know you could just show up drunk at work nobody checks and i was like that's not a thing Stay tuned. <laughs> but, um, yeah, The Secret. It's funny because I f- <laughs> kind of like law attraction, all that stuff. That's that's kind of big now. Everybody's like really into that more. Um, so what the whole gist of the book is, you know, you positive thinking, positive imagery, you know. And there's parts I agree with. There's parts like... It comes into what you said. I could sit here and have the positive imagery. Make a vision board. All these things I want. You know? And then... You have to do the... I guess affirmations. You know, you have to believe you've received it. If you don't put in the work, then how do you like, I don't think I saw a Dave Chappelle sketch where he talks about the secret and he goes, I read five pages and threw it in the trash. (laughs) Positive imagery. What the fuck? Like, I think this is right after he got done with this show. He said someone sent him a copy of his, of this shit when he was like depressed and going through it and goes, positive imagery he goes i want you to go to africa and go to like a starving child and be like you know what your problem is <laughs> you're you're not visualizing a six course meal <laughs> like you're not being positive here so that's like i guess the flip side of it if you want to be yeah. pessimistic but you know it's like what we were talking about it's not just one thing or the other you know there is some luck that goes into things, but it's also you making an effort. And like, I'm sure James Cameron wasn't just driving a truck. And then one day somebody's like, Hey, you want to, you know, direct this movie? Like, he was like, sure. Let me <laughs> jump off this big rig. <laughs> I've been waiting for this for my whole life. But, uh, but yeah, man. So, you know, speaking of positive, I got COVID for the first time. There we go. Well, after three years, it got me. Who would have thought? 
I was at a wedding by 500 people. Who would have suspected? That's how I'd get it. But, um, yeah, it was, you know, the usual. Felt super tired and um, just isolated, yada, yada, yada. And caught up, on, caught up on some movies that I'd never seen. I watched The Godfather for the first time. That's a that's a big one. I think it's its 50-year anniversary. So, you know, I get the hype. It was good. I enjoyed it. And um, I also caught up on some, you know, a, a thing that just, like an MCU project that just came out, which I know you had the chance to watch as well. So we'll lead off with that. Uh, Marvel's Werewolf by Night. It was an amazing short. It was a short, but... This was a like I I had no expectations going into this, right? Um. So Marvel, I guess, has had it's based off an actual comic. Um, Jack Russell is a character who is a werewolf, and that's what's kind of based off of. And then you have the Bloodstone family, um, Elsa Bloodstone. She's also been in the comics and stuff, but. This was kind of cool because you don't really need to know a backstory to this. You just can watch it and um, you don't need to know any of the characters, honestly. It just kind of like introduces It's just its own thing, dude. Yeah. But it was Which I think really, was refreshing. Yeah. I think it was visually like really good the way it's shot. And Black everything. and white. Black and white, yeah. So... Just like right from the beginning, you know, you show like it's I, I feel like it draws you in, you know, you show up and it kind of gives you a little bit of a backstory about what the bloodstone is and everything. And you have the monsters on the walls and all the monster hunters. Um, But what did you think about it? I thought it was cool, man. Uh, you know, I saw a lot of hype around it. Like before I watched it, it was something that was kind of on my radar. I wasn't necessarily like, oh my God, I can't wait to watch it or anything like that. Cause I was just like, what is this? Cause you know, we're used to the Marvel, the MCU movies. We're used to the, now the, the plus series. So this is kind of its own thing, you know? Um, it's a special, it's one hour long, closer to like 50 something minutes. And you know, it's just a standalone in its own little thing, doing its own thing, you know, very different from everything else. And um, it was on my radar. And then I saw when it was leading up to its release, like, holy shit, this thing has like a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I saw some positive buzz on Twitter about it as well. And some people were like heralding it as like one of their favorite superhero content things of the year. So I was like, all right, I got to watch this. And yeah, like I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Like, um, you know, it was violent, um, monsters and, you know, like having a werewolf and kind of like the MCU now. And I think this is some things that, that, you know, that they're going to be leading a little bit more into, uh, you know, as we have more projects coming out in the future, but I, you know, you know, again, I don't read any comic books so i don't know anything about the bloodstone or monster hunters or uh elza or anything like that but i did like the i did like her character i like the werewolf character as well and then ted was cool what what what's ted the man thing so he one of the big um in the mcu and that's what like some people are pointing out is like he was a guy who got like transformed and then 
he actually has something to do, I believe. I don't know if this is correct, to do with the multiverses. So this could all just be lying into that. So he um he and he has team affiliations. You know what team he has an affiliation with? The Thunderbolts. Mm. So that's kind of cool, you know. So dark dimensions. There's another, you know, we have a lot of dimension hopping that's going to possibly happen with the next strange film. Mm-hmm. He was just, he was cool. It was like a cool iterate. This whole thing felt like very pop, like a, like a throwback, you know, to that old pop culture, like horror flicks and everything. Uh, like what's the word for it? There's a word for it. <sighs> Macabre, I think is the word macabre like pictures macabre movies yeah old school but yeah um so what's the blood zone all about so um from 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 the comics what it is is like they've kind of adapted the whole thing with elsa is her her dad was like like an original monster hunter um and I think she, they had like a mini series that came out like I think in 2001 or whatever. And she, um, she was born to like Ulysses, who's like an immortal monster hunter. And he tried to train her and then they didn't see eye to eye. And then she kind of disappeared like he was pretty brutal with her. Um, I think uh, he was very strict. Uh, had her fight monsters from like a young age. And I think one of the things, so they kind of like touch on that a little bit. She mm-hmm. has a stepmother that tells him, you know, like he had so much more um, hopes for you and stuff like that. But what, what's cool is like as disconnected as this feels from the MCU, she has like, there's actually a time um, where Deadpool and Elektra actually break into the Bloodstone Manor and they try to steal the uh, bloodstone amulet for something and she has to get it back using the help of like Frankenstein's monster and a mummy and stuff like that. So this is it's weird. It's, it's weird. It's detached, but it's not detached. This is kind of what like universal wanted to do with their. Yeah. The MonsterVerse. MonsterVerse, and They had, they had, uh, you know, Tom Cruise. He was in the mummy. Sophia Batalo. Yeah. yeah. That movie tanked. And that kind of threw off their whole plans. I remember um, Russell Crowe was going to be the new Jekyll Hyde. Uh, Javier Bardem, I believe, was going to be the, you know, werewolf over there. And Johnny Depp was going to be the invisible man. And, you know, that they were going to be doing their, you know, monster verse. And the mummy tanked and they scrapped everything. And, you know, ultimately the invisible man movie... Um, they ended up repackaging it and redoing it, and you know, not without without Johnny Depp. And that one, that the Invisible Man that came out a couple years ago is actually really cool. Like you know, if you haven't checked it out, um, I think it was made on a budget of like seven million, and it it was a pretty big like you know um hit. It it made way more than I think what they were expecting, and then. Yeah, I remember just the angst and the like the anxiety and the anxiousness that you feel watching that movie and it was cool. It was more modern and kind of even believable. Um 
But yeah, so you, do you think we'll see more of uh, what's her name, Elsa? Elsa? Yeah. yeah, hopefully, hopefully we will. But um, even if we don't, just as a standalone, this was like, like I said, it was very entertaining. It was very gory for like a Marvel mm-hmm. film. You know, all the kills are really cool. Mm-hmm. The hunters going against each other. Um, even like not it, not everything needs to be always tied in, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's refreshing when it's just kind of like this offshoot one off and i really you know i think they are gonna they did have a pretty good success with this so i i, I actually honestly wouldn't mind if there was more like these kind of special one-offs mm-hmm. where it's like hey you know like we know we're all about the connected universe and stuff but here's just a kind of a one-off and you know speaking there's there's been kind of big news some of the things that we're going to kind of talk about is you know deadpool 3 it officially got announced like a couple weeks ago uh, the Rock's been teasing the fuck out of you know a big confrontation that you know uh, that he's gonna be he's trying to set up and then um, so let's start off with Deadpool three like that little clip that they released the other day really did break the internet for a while uh, you know where it's just Ryan Reynolds uh, I think it was at D three uh, where they did make the announcement and then you know it's it, I ne- I never thought this would happen. Uh, but Hugh Jackman's coming back uh, to reprise Wolverine. He'll be in Deadpool 3. And, you know, what did you think when you saw that clip? And what are your thoughts on fucking Deadpool 3 as a whole happening and Hugh Jackman coming back? So that's been like the biggest thing. Everybody's like, you know, the way everybody's been kind of been bitching about this phase of the new Marvel films, including me. You being one of those people. Oh, yeah. Huge. Like, I, you know, what's going on? But. Everybody's kind of been afraid because the other, you know, are they going to keep it R-rated? Are they going to, ho- which I hope they still do because they haven't really came out and said anything about it. But it's, we finally have, um, Wolver- everybody's kind of been talking about the X-Men and everything like that. And now we have confirmation that Wolverine is going to be in the next step film. film. And it's not going to, so, the biggest complaint that I saw from people were like, um, Logan ended perfectly. Mm-hmm. you know so this is gonna throw but no this is before the events of logan ever happened but oh hell yeah so after watching that i was like nice like i saw that shit and i was like so do you think do you think hugh jackman's gonna be like the kind of the full-time wolverine in the mcu or he's just kind of coming back for this and then they'll eventually recast and reintroduce wolverine in the future i think they'll recast reintroduce him in the future I don't think it's going to be like a full time. Where does this fit into the slate of things? Like, is it before the multiversal war and all that stuff? It's before Secret Wars. Okay. So another thing that just, you know, before we recorded this today, um, you know, October 11th, um, Marvel actually, you know, released that it's delaying some projects. Blade uh, with Mahershala Ali is now being delayed to September 6, 2024. Deadpool 3 will be November 8th, 2024. Fantastic Four will be in February of 2025. And then Secret Wars, I think originally it was going to come out in November 2025, and that got pushed back to May of 2026. The Secret Wars makes sense to me. That's going to be their big billion-dollar-plus project 
to release it in the summertime. You know, it makes sense. That's what, and you know, them delaying projects isn't anything that's necessarily new or something that you gotta like really worry about because they've done this in the past. Like Infinity War and I think Endgame originally got delayed as well, or they they moved their they 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 you know everything like that they put out on their slate and releases. You know, they should write in little terms like subject to change because they do kind of move things around and stuff. So. But, you know, with Blade, there has been some kind of worrisome news. Um, They were set to, you know, begin production of the movie in November of this year. And they just lost the director a couple weeks ago. They're saying that the script is a mess. Mahershala Ali, who's going to be starring as Blade, isn't happy. And, you know, there might be a chance that he might even walk away from the project, which... You know, I don't, it's like they've been planning this movie for so many years, but like they can't get like a good script and now they're going to be looking for a new director. So ultimately this movie did get pushed. Originally it was going to come out in November, 2024, uh, but, or November, 2023. So it did get pushed, but there's a lot of work. And, you know, I think like a, a, a thing that they might be struggling with is Blades all vampires and stuff. Like, how is that going to get meshed into the MCU, you know? Because Werewolf by Night, yo, come on. Bring back also Bloodstone. The one thing that, you know, we didn't really touch upon was like the werewolf transformation. Mm-hmm. It, it is where, yes, um, if you haven't seen it, Shocker, the fucking show called Werewolf by Night has a werewolf in it Um, at one point. I didn't see it coming. Yeah, but... Uh, and that like people bitched about that too. People just like people bitching. bitch about everything. everything dude. Yeah, right. They're like he could have been a bigger, more bulkier werewolf. And I was like, like bro, what the fuck do you want from like <laughs> the amount of shit that people bitch about is like he, astonishing. He could have been more aesthetically pleasing as a werewolf. Like he could have looked like the Rock. <laughs> like he was but, a small werewolf. He was a small. <laughs> I swear to God. You know, see, like this is something I could play into it, but um, yeah, no, I, I haven't heard any of those complaints. But uh, here we are, Marvel. If you need somebody, how hard can it be to write a Blade film? Cast Jamie Fox if Marshall walks away. He just did like <laughs> that shitty Netflix film with Snoop Dogg in it. Um, did you watch that? Yeah, I did. I didn't watch it. What was the? How was it? Yeah, it was like it was like it was very misplaced. Like. For 2022, it felt like I, this movie came out in fucking 1990-something, but it's cool. Snoop Dogg was like the saving grace, and Jamie Jamie Foxx was too. He's he's pretty good. They have those two um, UFC brothers that are in there. Nate and Nick Diaz? No. Um, it's a... Uh, uh, what are their names? Um... You say UFC brothers, like the first thing that pops up into my mind is the Diaz brothers. No, I think they, they, they're, um, damn it. Why can I not think of their fucking names? What uh, do they look like? I'm going to get you their names right now. Um, it was called Day Shift, right? That that was mm-hmm. the name of the film. Um, I don't know. If, was he in UFC? Scott, A- Scott Adkins. Scott Atkins, yeah, like the action movie star. I don't know why I thought he was in UFC for some fucking reason. 
I think their name is something brothers. I fucked that up really bad. They're called yeah, the Nazarians. That was like a terrible fumble on my part, but yeah. Scott Adkins was in there. He hasn't made a movie in forever. I remember he, at the last movie I think I saw from him was like this undisputed movie or whatever. But he's he's like a like yeah. He does martial arts. I don't know why mm-hmm. I can confuse him with uh with he he um I think he does taekwondo and stuff. Maybe that's why I'm thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does jujitsu and all that. Wonderful, stuff. but yeah. So the movie wasn't good. The movie Scott Adkins was good, but back to what I was saying, like you know, you how hard can it be to make a Blade film, right? Like it's all there. There's yeah. rich comic book history. There's, I feel like it just got cursed. You know? I think the big thing is they're just having tr- because that's the that's the curse with the MCU. Everything has to be tied in. So now remember the first Blade movie where it opens, they're in that rave, and then there's like all these vampires everywhere. So you have to kind of show that hey, the MCU has vampires and like a lot of them, not just you know. Maybe that's why this came out though. There's like a there's like a Dracula head, and werewolf by night mm-hmm. come on like you think people aren't gonna suspend disbelief you think they're ever gonna talk about that goddamn eternal that's sticking out of the Not earth of the earth that nobody brings up <laughs> like what the fuck happened to that i think that's the biggest thing with everything being tied in you know yeah and then it's like it's don't take yourself that seriously it's a movie it's a fucking it i get it's connected but it's superhero stuff. You know, it doesn't have to be that hardcore. But hopefully they figure it out because March Ali is a good actor. And I think everybody wants to see another Blade film. Like, Ryan Reynolds was in the last Blade film, right? He was. I think he was in Blade uh, Trinity, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Good call. I think Triple H was in there too. Was he? I don't yeah. Remember. Yeah. It was a long time ago, man. But yeah, like you would think, you know. But, hey, I don't know. They're struggling with that one. And, you know, a lot of people have been saying that the MCU's kind of lost her, you know. More like the MCU. All right. You want to talk about She-Hulk? That Daredevil episode was pretty good. Yeah. The last time, like, we talked about She-Hulk, I was, like, very hard on it. And I still will continue to be. I just want to put that out there. But that last episode was very good. Because of Matt Murdock. It was just nice to see Daredevil again. You know, people bitched about they made him too jokey. (sighs) This podcast is going to be everything that people bitched about. So that was another thing people bitched about. Oh, they made him too jokey. They MCU-fied him. I I don't know what what was he jokey about. Oh, my ass remains unwhooped. It's yeah. like the guy makes jokes, man. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ. He came on. He was super charming. Whooped her in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. Got fodder, and then you know, our boy did, got in there. Got the did the hanky panky. Mm-hmm. Did the shame, walk of shame. shame at the end. <laughs> that was that was actually funny. Mm-hmm. This episode was exactly what the rest of the show should have been. It was funny. It had its good action moments. Like, 
Like even like the the little trial thing that they had was entertaining mm-hmm. this week, with you know, leapfrog or whatever. But yeah, um, again, another thing that people bitched about. It's so I haven't looked too much into this because again, I don't want to spoil it for myself. Uh, but Black Adam's coming out. What? Uh, how excited for Black Adam are you? Super excited. Because Shut the fuck up. I am just, oh, the hierarchy of the MC of the DCEU is about to change. Nah, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, again, I'm not, ever since I've seen the trailers, everything that's come out, I've just been like, eh, whatever. So, the rumor is, old Henry Cavell, who, you know, we've been getting rumored that he's going to be returning. He's going to be returning. Remember, people were like, he's going to be at Comic-Con. And then they just made up this rumor on their own. He doesn't come to Comic-Con. People are like, it was disappointing. It's like nobody told you he was going to be there. You guys just stirred up this bullshit on your own. And then, But so it seems like he is officially back. Like uh, the the word on the streets is again I didn't look too much into it because I don't want to spoil it for myself but you know the word on the streets is he shows up in a post credit scene and you know is like we need to talk about Black Adam and he's in his suit from um, Man of Steel and here's the thing that people bitched about that they played the uh, Christopher Reeves Superman theme when he came out instead, instead of, of the Hans Zimmerman one people bitched about that people were like we want henry cavill go so people bitched about him not reapprising the role he finally reapprises the role but then they're like no not like this what the music they got the music like you got what you wanted fucking a like this is and The Rock kind of been pushing this whole thing with him and like Superman and all this thing. Like, be happy. You know, I hope this isn't sort of the Snyderverse. Like, let's just like put that. But that's the big thing. That's the big elephant in the room. You could give them whatever that they're asking for. The big thing is, yeah, they want Henry Cavill back as Superman only because. That's who Superman is in the Snyderverse. The biggest thing they want is Zack Snyder to come back and be handed the reins to the Justice League and the DCEU and be like, all right, Zack, get out there and do whatever you want, which isn't going to happen, which I hope it doesn't happen because, you know, fuck that. Does anybody know what Ezra Miller's been up to lately? He's, I think he came out and apologized about his behavior and said he's like seeking help. That's probably what Henry Cavill comes to talk to Amanda Waller about at the end of the show. We've got to do something about this. <laughs> no, but like that, that's, that's the thing. It's, you know, oh, you know, we want Ben Affleck to come back as Batman. Like, he's coming back in Aquaman too. Like, mm-hmm. that leaked. And then now, you know, you have Henry Cavill coming back. But then there's just this branch of the fandom that no matter what you do, they're not going to be happy with. And, you know, but like, it seems like, you know, people are getting excited. But, and, you know, if he wasn't in it, because that was a big thing that the fucking Justice League did, where, oh, yeah, um, remember, because Su- Superman dies in Batman v Superman. Remember, they didn't market him at all in 
leading up to the Justice League, which is the stupidest fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I get you want to do the surprise and stuff like that, but that's like your big marquee person. And then when, you know, doesn't do so hot at the box office, but... Like, yeah, it's so it, it, The Rock's been, you know, The Rock was subtly hinting it and hinting it, but now it's, like, pretty much out there. Like, The Rock's like, yeah, you know, like, I, I saw one interview of his. He's doing the press tour, and he's like, you know, Black Adam is the strongest, you know, being on Earth. And, you know, I think the strongest being in the universe has been on the sideline for too long. So, you know, they're saying that The Rock really pushed for it. He really pressured WB to bring back Henry Cavill. And, um, you know, he's going to be back. He's back at Superman. He supposedly has a new deal. And they're also going to be developing new movies. You know, like, let's get a fucking Superman sequel, man. I'm just glad they got The Rock out of the jungle. Like, it's about, like, how many other films could have you done? Um... And The Rock, man, The Rock just, he's box office magic, right? Um, This is going to be good. But a lot of people are, like, excited about a lot of other stuff, too, just not The Rock. Like, Pierce Brosnan's character, supposedly, Mm -hmm. from what I've read, is really good. And they're saying, like, this is actually going to be, like, I've seen the reviews like as a DCU film, it's going to be really, really good. So yeah, I'm excited, I'm excited for it. Um, yeah. The MCU has been a little underwhelming in the last couple of films. We ready to jump ship. It's about time. I'm going to have to redo the whole room, but you know, <laughs> but I've, I've never really been a big fan of the MCU to be honest. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> But you got to talk about how gracefully fucking Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans made their exit. Yeah. Like right before shit. Like, like if you know how to time an exit, you, you learn how to do that from those two. And they're like, all right, we see where this is going. We're out. I don't know, man. Is it really declining? Like we have Black Panther coming out next month. If that comes out and it's like a banger, but you know, then I'll people, take everything back. <laughs> which you have done, which you're not shy about either. No, I have no. I I, I should be a politician. No shame in my game. I, mm-hmm. I will flip flop like a mofo. But uh, like I said, not everything bad. Like Werewolf by Night was good. It's MCU yeah. and it's good. You know, and so. it's a female led like kind of thing, which is surprising that you liked it. Yeah, come on, man. It's not the fact that it's, I don't hate the MCU. Like, there's good female-led MCU characters. Like, what made me really sad about, um, like, Natasha, they gave her a movie way too late. Mm. And that movie was, like, it was a good film. Like, but now it's like, you can't make sequels to that, you know? Gamora, really good female um, lead. Um... It took too long, but in this last episode of She-Hulk, you kind of, you know, you at the end you see the vulnerability. You see, you finally see emotions like, um, Jen like 
that last last episode was it was fucked up what they did man what they did yeah it was like you finally kind of it took i felt like it was slow and it the pacing it kind of feels weird that's wrapping up already you know yeah is next week i think like what next week's the finale yeah it feels like it yeah it it we've talked about like mcu and disney plus shows having fillers it really feels like the first episode up until this one everything in between was just kind of filler yeah but hey yeah it's not female let it's just bad writing you know yeah because you know i say it every fucking week man house of dragons is a motherfucking show episode eight was amazing and you know it's it's leading up uh, uh, us to the season finale of house of dragons and the season's been dope um just all the performances all the characters everything that's been going on with that show has been amazing man if you if you haven't been watching house of dragons like i implore you you know go check it out it's really good and yeah man um i think that's gonna do it for this episode um you know again we're we're back on it with these uh episodes making them more routinely and we will be watching Black Adam soon. Are you excited at all for Avatar 2? Didn't even know it was coming out. December. Cool. Yeah. What are they going to do now? He I waited so many years. I just want to go, like, like what kind of fucking immersive experience years. is this going to be? Like, I just wow. show up. And they like, don't have 3D movies anymore. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know what James Cameron's trying to pull. Like, I feel like I'm going to just show up and they're going to, like, I'm going to be in the fucking film. It's like, oh, you get an avatar for the film. Like, what? What the fuck is it's going like on? It's like Jess died. <laughs> <laughs> he fell off one of those riding things. <laughs> like, when you show up, they hook you up to your own personal avatar. Like, oh, shit, this is what James Cameron's been doing all these years. <laughs> James Cameron's going to go back to driving a truck. <laughs> Boom! That's what you call a fucking callback, folks. And- all right, man. Uh, perfect. We're going to tack this on to the end of the episode um she hulk finale now we could kind of look at it as it's the whole finale like of the whole show the whole season um you know now that it's wrapped um but let's start with the she hulk finale first it was Mm -hmm. different what did you think about it because i think it kind of threw me off it threw me off it was really different um at first i didn't like it was mixed emotions i was like oh cool like she breaks the fourth wall in the comics all the time. So does Deadpool, you know. But they kind of went in hard on that breaking the fourth wall thing and kind of used it to end the whole series. And at first I was like, well, then what was the point? Like there was build up. But then like I talked to you and I rewatched it. And I kind of thought about it. You know, the one biggest, this kind of was like a satire. It was a comedy, you know. Sitcom. Sitcom. Yeah, it's kind of like a, you know, Ally McBeal 90s, whatever you want to call it. But uh, it was kind of, it really, it's never been done before. I think that's why it was so weird. Because, yeah, you've had, like I said, breaking the fourth wall in Deadpool and stuff like that. And she's done it throughout this show a little bit. But they kind of leaned in hard on it with this episode. Because at first I was like, 
you know, they had the whole plot line with her blood, with Josh and all that. And this is kind of like... Before she broke the fourth wall, were you kind of like, oh, here we go. Like, this is what we've been kind of building up to. Now he's like the Hulk powers and then... Yeah. But then I went back and thought about where was that going to end? She was going to beat the shit out of him. You know, Banner dropped in. Abomination looks a lot bigger than Hulk, by the way. Yeah. Than from the last film. Like, not... But um, what has everybody been kind of making fun of? You know, like, same derivative formula. We've kind of mentioned it up before, where, like, the bad guy fights a different version of themselves, you know? So it was kind of like, they kind of spun that on the head. It was unexpected. I still think this show overall, I'll probably still give the show, like, 7.5 out of 10. You know, you being generous, I thought I thought you wouldn't give it out that high, because there were some episodes I liked. The first episode was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna Episod- lie, I, I kind of liked the retreat episode too. It wasn't that bad. Um, Daredevil's episode was really good, and this last episode was it was kind of it kind of um, Marvel made fun of itself. You know, it was kind of. You know, the whole you, going to Marvel Studios, talking yeah. to the writers, Kevin being like yeah. the AI. It kind of made made fun of itself, and it still ended up doing the same thing at the end. Because then you got you know Sakars now in the show, mm-hmm. and uh, they introduced them, and then so the yeah. whole you know I, when when I saw it, I actually liked it. I I thought it was funny, and I was like, oh damn! Like I remember I was texting you. I was like, damn, there's breaking the fourth wall, and then there's what they did. And it's just crazy. Like she hops out of there, goes into Disney Plus. Did you for a split second think you like sat on your remote yeah. or something? I was like, "What the fuck's going on with my?" I thought my internet was out or something. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that 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 was cool. It's different. And when that kind of high of that initial moment went down, like the little back and forth that she had with Kevin, and you know, then it was just like, oh, so like what I was kind of thinking the whole season was like, where is this leading to? What Who's going to be the bad guy? But again, that's, I think, like me being kind of formulated in the Mar- Marvel formula. Like, you know, we kind of know what to look for. Oh, okay. So they're going to introduce the bad guy. We're going to be working towards it. Then at the end, you have like the climax and then boom, you know, we saw that in Moon Knight. We see that in all the Disney Plus series. We, you know, WandaVision had that at the end. It was all different, different, different. And then boom, the big battle. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier had that. So that's what it was leading to. And, you know, that was what's going to be the big, crazy, messy, all the characters get their battle, boom, boom, boom. And then, like, you know, then we end the series. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really cool that they broke the fourth wall, did all of that. But then it was like at the end of everything, like after the, you know, the enjoyment and stuff did wear off, I was like, oh, so like we really didn't go anywhere this season, huh? Like, that's you know with, with him that, getting the superpowers is what I thought we were eventually going to get led to, but we did go there. But then all of that got kind of like handled off screen, and then I you know I, I I did like that she said like you know the stakes aren't really this guy getting the superpowers, me saving the world or anything. The stakes are you know me learning to be She Hulk and Jen Walters, which you know at the end of the show she kind of gets to that. So yeah, but when you have to say it instead of show it. I thought like the beginning of this had like the most character development ever. You know, she mm-hmm. was down on her luck. She missed being She Hulk. Like she, t- it really felt like it was going somewhere. 
you know, and then it, it was different. I'm still not going to say it was bad, but like this show was kind of all over the place and I've kind of still felt the same way about it the whole time. Do you like the character now more than you did in the past, though? Yeah. From beginning to how it ended, like, I think there was character development. I get it. Um, I, a part of me just feels like this whole, they used, like, the breaking the fourth wall to kind of just, like, wrap up the season as, like, a lazy, neat trick. You know? She That's what some folks just, are saying. She gets to kind of, like, just choose how she wants it. Like, imagine, like, there's somewhere where Peter Parker's like, I get to do that. Like, <laughs> Iron Man's dead. My aunt's <laughs> dead, Kevin, you piece of shit. Like, she gets to just break the fourth wall and choose her happy ending. And yeah, smash and that, Matt that, Murdock. That's, that's, the, that's the dangerous or kind of like tricky side of that. When you have such a connective universe and stuff, you know, when you introduce something like this, it's like, oh, dang, that was cool. That was funny. But then, you know, like, you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, well, why don't they just do that for everybody? Which, you know, obviously that's not what's at the end of the day. It's all just entertainment anyway, but it's not really an option. I think it's just like a thing that she yeah. did. It's probably going to be just a one off and she's not going to do it again ever like that. I don't think that's ever going to happen again. But yeah, like Hulk smash and smashes Matt Murdock. She dropped some lines in there, which yeah, I was like, damn, that's hilarious. When are the X-Men coming, Kevin? And then she like looks at the screen and like gives a thumbs up. Yeah. So it's like at the end of the day with this show, it's like she doesn't take it seriously. Marvel mm -hmm. doesn't take it seriously. So just don't take this so seriously. That so, is exactly, I think, was the whole fucking thing of this. It's like mm -hmm. people take it too seriously online. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they really did poke fun at those people kind of, which is which I thought was really creative, like doing a commentary on like these people that are online, these trolls that, you know, make these subreddits and talk shit and stuff like that. They really like pointed the camera at them. It's like, this is what you guys really are like, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, like these people, like I, I, I honestly don't understand it. You know, me and you are big time, you know, soup comic book movies and superhero fans and stuff like that. I've never gotten into it with anybody online. Have you? A um, couple of times. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie, but. Then then I sit there and I'm like, I'm sitting here, like wasting time out of my real life to argue about why I think my fictitious character, like, the, the, or not even mine, I don't even know the character, but the fictitious character I like should be like this. And it's like, or this is, it's, it's not really, like, it's not. And then there's a lot of, there's a lot of like YouTube channels and stuff and some like podcasts, which really lean into that, like hatred of things and being like oh look at them they're being woke they're being like this but they do it for clicks you know they get this fan base kind of like stirred up and stuff like that but like they're doing it for clicks and views and things like that and i, I think you said it perfectly you summed it up perfectly like this was a show that didn't take itself so seriously so don't take it so seriously if you enjoy it you kind of enjoy it you don't you don't I overall did enjoy the season. I think I'm with you where I would rate it a seven and a half. Um, yeah. um, it had its lows. It had it. The, the, some of its highs were really good, though. Um, I thought episode one was really good. Episode eight, where we get Daredevil again, was really cool. Just the back and forth between the two of them. And then episode nine as well, just because of the big shock moment at the end. And then yeah, ending with the whole family dinner. And so... A la Fast and Furious. Exactly. That's what that's what people have been like, you know, memeing about it. But um, um, 
real quick. Are you excited to see this character in like with the Avengers and stuff in the future? Do you want to see more of Jen Walters, She-Hulk? Like in the Avengers and stuff? Just like her character moving forward. Yeah. Like yeah, like crossing over with other people. I'm sure, I think it's already I, been announced I, I she's going to be in Daredevil. I, I want to see her if they do her better. I feel like they need to get better writers for her. I feel like okay, you've done like this. You can't use the same formula again, you know. So you've kind of developed her a little bit, you know. You you've done this whole season to her struggling with trying to figure out first she doesn't like it and she likes it towards the end like it's becoming ingrained her. You know, she's kind of finally like made peace with she is she Hulk. Second episode needs to kind of you got to level it up. I'll lo- I would love to see it if they level it up, you know, do better with her and kind of like don't make it a throwaway. Like like I said, like it didn't take itself seriously. But then then I can't really be like serious about, oh, I can't wait to see where it goes if it didn't take itself seriously. One thing yeah. that you sent me was like. Yes, like the breaking of the fourth wall and stuff was cool, but that was kind of them having lazy and bad writing and just kind of getting out of it by doing that, right? Like, why not just give her a better written show? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, write a better show for her. She would be amazing, I think, to have, um, like, you know, it's a secret. She's going to be in crossover events, you know. Supposedly, there's going to be a Hulk movie. This hinted at it. She's going to be, She's. we're definitely going to be seeing her in daredevil born again has that been confirmed yeah i believe so and i think she's also going to be the new captain america movie that'd be cool and then there's it's really did hint like there's going to be a hulk movie um universal loses its distribution rights to the hulk in 2023 so i think that's what yeah so that's what marvel's been waiting for because why would they make a movie where Universal makes all the money off of it? So let's talk about the big green elephant and his son in the room. Mm-hmm. Scar. Scar. Everybody's been kind of mad because they gave him that weird haircut. He has long hair. Um, it leads into the World War Hulk uh, storyline with him. So like the original story was the Illuminati shot um, Bruce Banner Hulk into the which is fucked up into space until like they were trying to shoot him into like a peaceful planet, but something messed up because he was a danger to earth. They ended up shooting him to, um, what's the name of that planet slipping me to it's slipping my mind. Um, scar. It was called, I think it was called Sakar as well. Right. Sakar. Yeah. Sakar yeah. is the planet. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And then, He's there, and he like becomes a warrior championship champion. Kind of like we saw a little bit of it in Ragnarok, but uh, and he has a son, and that's who they kind of debut with this. Well, he 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 falls in love and has mm-hmm. a wife, and then she's pregnant, but then she gets killed, and you know Hulk I think ends up leaving or whatever, and then but it turned out his son survived, mm-hmm. and then like you know his son's kind of upset that he kind of left him or whatever. But then, yeah, eventually it leads to like world war Hulk and like world breaker Hulk and stuff like that. So one, you want to hear a quick little um, theory that I heard on TikTok? Mm-hmm. Not even a theory, but like just one guy presenting like, Hey, if they do this, that might be cool. Yeah. What they, th- what he theorized or proposed is that they try to, you know, especially now Hulk has a son and stuff like that, that, hulk they they separate hulk and bruce banner 
you know, like they're able to separate them. So you have, you know, Mark Ruffalo's character and then Hulk. Now he's not under the control or isn't being held in check by Bruce anymore. And he's his own character. And then ultimately, you know, something happens or they do something where it leads him to go crazy. And then it's like everybody kind of trying to, you know, get him back under control. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I don't know. Cause you know, uh, they always kind of base these things and then, you know, give it a twist. So uh, he's already has a son. He's bringing him to like fucking barbecues and stuff. So I'm wondering like how, where they're going to go with that. And yeah, like they changed it completely different from like in the comic, he was left there and he had to fend for himself and he became like the savage and he always hated the Hulk. But I think in the comic, um, I remember I was reading an article like, uh, um, I think the main storyline was like the Red Hulk was involved and then Bruce mm-hmm. Banner no longer had the ability to change into the Hulk. So when Scar finally sees Bruce, he doesn't kill him because he wants to kill him in the Hulk form. So, but okay. versus this where, you know, they're like, hey, this is my son and yeah. he has a terrible haircut. And where's Hulk getting his clothing from? Uh, Motherfucker's got on like a Hawaiian shirt. Shirt, right? He's <laughs> probably getting it made from the same person. <laughs> uh, real quick, I there is one more story that I want to go into, but real quick, do you have any closing thoughts on She-Hulk? No, I think we kind of covered it all. Okay, perfect. There's been a big recasting. Oh, shit. Harrison Ford has joined the MCU and will be Thunderbolt Ross. Oh, wow. I sent you this the other day. You didn't see it? No. Yeah, it was just uh, it was just announced. Um, you know, he's taking over with William Hurt passing away, um, sadly, you know, earlier this year. So, you know, there was speculation what they were going to do with that character because, you know, Thunderbolts is coming out. Uh, Marvel even announced that. Mm-hmm. So he he has been recast. The character has been recast. And Harrison Ford is going to be fucking, you know, joining the MCU with that. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, there was a couple of fan castings and stuff that were floating around. Harrison Ford was one of them. I thought um, um, Ed Harris would have been a good one, too, um, especially seeing him in Top Gun. But yeah, uh, Harrison Ford, fucking Han Solo himself, is going to be joining the MCU as the new Thunderbolt Ross. You think we see Red Hulk? We have to. Why recast otherwise? Yeah. So, hey, you know, uh, we'll we'll end the show on that this week. Um, you know, thank you guys for listening. We wanted to tack this on uh, the She-Hulk finale stuff at the end of the show. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We will have a Black Adam um, review coming out in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, it gives you guys all time to go watch it. So we will have one of our signature Balls Deep uh, spoiler review. Uh, to do the fucking, the clamor around black adam over these past couple of weeks you know the rock's fucking great at his job dude like i wasn't excited to see this movie at all and after seeing him on the press tour and some of the shit that he's dropped and some of the news that's come out the rock is a great pr person yeah it's his mana it's his energy that's why he's going to become the president one day he's going to be a great pr person We, we called it here if you guys want to see the rock rock bottom vladimir putin listen and subscribe to our podcast <laughs> all right this is justin guggen signing off until next time bye-bye